happening, Chris? Everybody, I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, how how we feeling this week, man? We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we do. We've uh, got quite a bit to go over this week. This has probably been one of the most exciting weeks in Chris's life, um, without a doubt, um, because of something that happened last night. <laughs> he has been texting me nonstop about today, and. Might I, might I add, Chris, thank God we waited until Tuesday to record. Thank no, the, the holiday we, The holiday weekend worked to our favor with you working on Monday. It did. It worked out perfectly because instead of us predicting something, we get to talk about something instead. And not just talk about something. Absolutely just roast and destroy just, just one of the saddest sports organizations on the planet. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh so I guess I guess that this this is just a fair warning. This is the that that's the kind of episode this is the kind of episode that's gonna be Chris and I we're in a really good mood. Um we're gonna absolutely destroy just about anything we don't we, like. We today. Bas- we basically predicted what was gonna happen months ago. Well did we? I did. I told you they were gonna choke. All right, I'll take your word for. I don't remember saying it myself. To be fair, I also when in, just got, when in doubt, fair, there, though, there's never a doubt with that team. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, on my behalf of not remembering that, I also just got out of bed, so like, there's a chance I'm not. I'm, there's a chance I'm not remembering something either. That's very important. Um, but Chris, what what? Without, I'm 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 telling you right now, we're gonna break the rules. You cannot pick the thing you and I are going to make fun of for this. <laughs> you have to pick something else. All right, I I, I got what I'm loving today. What are, you, you cannot pick? You cannot pick that crappy team in that crappy city. All right, I'm pick loving. Um, I'm loving the full capacity of these playoff hockey games and seeing uh, what, <laughs> what 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 a difference oh fans can make in uh, playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. It's great to see, and finally starting to feel like things are normal again. I like that take. All right. I, I yeah. totally thought you were going to go a different direction. I was like, oh, boy. I wonder where he's going with this. But <laughs> for me, now, Chris, for me, this, 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 this means a lot to me that I get to say this to you specifically. I have a feeling what's coming. I love the fact that the Tigers just swept the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, you know, Yankee fans, like, you know, this moron that I do a podcast with right here, um, <laughs> you know, they're going, they're all loud and proud, like, oh, the Yankees are back. The Red Sox, you know, they suck. They're, they don't stand a chance against us. By the way, first Red Sox-Yankees series this weekend of the year. Uh, yeah, that, I might be going to the game Saturday. Yeah, you suck. Uh, sick invite, bro. Um, but, anyways. You know, Yankees fans. Um, what happened? You know, you know, Chris. No, you, you're not answering. That's a rhetorical question. You're not answering. We I can all tell know you what happened. I can, I can break it down for you. I'm a realistic Yankee fan. No, you're not. Shut up. No, um, I'll break it down for you. What's going on? No, I'd be absolutely happy to. no, no. You, no. Wipe that smirk off your face right now. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't even see you. They stink. You and okay. I know. It, I know it's there. They suck. Exactly. Say it louder. They suck. One more time. One more time. Suck. Nope. They La- suck. Louder. They suck. 
Who sucks? Currently, the Yankees suck. That that's right. They suck. Yankees suck. Yeah, I mean, Red Sox haven't had that bad of a like series I talk all about, season. Just like saying. I talk about Detroit series was pathetic. They look like a pathetic baseball team. They can't hit with runners in scoring position. It's because they are. I am tired of hearing Aaron Boone continue to say, oh, this team is close. We're having a good at bat. Yeah, they're Aaron, close to being absolutely Aaron Boone, garbage. I don't know what the fuck – excuse my language. I don't know what the hell you're looking at. But, <laughs> I mean, they're unwatchable right now, this team. I, I'm having a hard time watching LOL, them. LOL, Chris swore. I, I, I'm having a hard time watching this team. Uh, I'm tired I'm tired of Aaron Boone's annex. Only people that are hitting are Judge and actually Andujar finally getting playing time. He's – Mm-hmm. He's been one of the hotter hitters on the team. Mm-hmm. Not going to be taking his bat. It's mm-hmm. not the pitching. You know, pitchers are giving mm-hmm. up two or three runs. They're, they're giving you a chance to stay in the game. You got to hit. I, mm-hmm. I could go on and on, you know. Oh, yeah, the Yankees right are now. hitting rock bottom after losing to the worst team and in baseball. It doesn't get any easier. The, the, we're playing the freaking Rays now for a four-game series. They're scorching. They're, they're scorching hot. I oh, know they just so beat up. They just they, beat, they, beat up on us. We lost yesterday in a pathetic, a pathetic Memorial Day showing. Absolutely pathetic. And uh, yeah, they're not a good baseball team right now, Matt. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm very worried about them. Never, they're never a good baseball. Um, just team. when I thought they were getting it back, they, they seem to disappoint me even more. So they they have to start to win these games versus the Rays, and then we have a big three game series this weekend with the Red Sox, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're gonna lose two, all three. Two teams that are ahead of us, and if this team loses both of these series, they're in trouble. They are in real trouble. But uh, I saw um, time will tell. Time will tell. I forget. I forget who it was. I I think it was Stanton had another classic five strikeout game, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Since he's been back from his injury, he hasn't found it yet. I'm hoping he finds it. It's just this team cannot Chris, hit with scoring position. I'm gonna let you in on a secret, Chris. They're not gonna find their groove anytime soon. They're playing two of the best base. Playing two of the best teams in, in, in the entire MLB. The Rays. The Rays. Yeah, I mean, shots. I'm not hopeful about it, but. See what happens. I hope they prove me wrong. But yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't I just, have any hope I, for the team right now. I just love that the Red Sox are going to go to Yankee Stadium and absolutely clap you guys this weekend. That's what I just love the most. Easy, easy now. You guys are going to get absolutely clapped, like a good old like Saturday night clapping. That's how bad it's going to be. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you say that, but you, deep down, you you know, you know, it's going to no. happen. If they continue to play the way like they're playing, yeah, it's gonna not gonna be pretty. The Rays are gonna beat the crap out of them, and then the Red Sox are just gonna get sloppy seconds. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, time will tell. <laughs> well, I love how annoyed you are. I love how annoyed you are. This is this is the perfect <laughs> way to start off a Tuesday. I'm glad um, you're liking it. You know, anytime that a Yankees fan is pissed off, so they win win. So um, let's move in. Let's move in. We're only going to talk about the NHL, and I mean, we did a little baseball talk right there. But we're only going to talk about the NHL and the NBA playoffs today. No NFL news unless the Falcons decide to trade Julio within the next like whatever, however long we're going to record this for, which I seriously doubt because we're probably the most cursed podcast on the planet. I can guarantee, <laughs> Chris. I can guarantee. Maybe like five ten minutes after like. After we, you know, we we finish up here and we get off Facetime, we're gonna get the notification that he gets that he, got, that he gets traded somewhere. For sure, for sure. All right, 
Let's jump in. Let's jump in the, the Stanley Cup playoffs, the more entertaining playoffs, if I do say so myself. Um, we're going to go all the way back to Monday, May 24th. There was five games on that night. It was insane night. Uh, we're going to start things off in Vegas at the time. Uh, Vegas went into this, went, was going into this game. It was game five. They were up 3 1 in the series. Looked like it was going to be a done deal. Vegas was going to move on. All hunky dory. Get ready. Get ready for Colorado. No, uh, Minnesota beat them four to two in this game. Minnesota was just simply a better team that night. Uh, Flower wasn't having a good night in goal. Um, and the, the Wild, honestly, they looked more prepared. Vegas just looked really relaxed the entire time. Not really a lot of competitive spirit from them. And it resulted in a 4-2 win for the Wild, which resulted in a 3-2 series lead for Vegas. I'm foreshadowing at something. Uh, the Islanders, the Islanders, they continue, they continued to beat up on the Penguins, um, three to two in overtime, two overtimes actually. Uh, this led to a three-two series lead over the over the Penguins. Um, Pittsburgh just doesn't know how to play in the playoffs, and it shows every year just about. Um, I don't know, I don't know how you feel about that, Chris, considering that you, you're, you know, you guys see the. Penguins quite often this year. Yeah, uh, Penguins have a lot of skill, but they lack goaltending, and they outshot the Islanders in that series. What, what mm-hmm. was the deciding factor? It was better goaltending. Um, they're gonna have to go out and get a goaltender via trade or free agency this year. Because mm-hmm. their their window is closing with Sid the Kid and that team. They it might is. they might they, they might be blowing that up sooner than later. Him and Malcolm. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't think Sid the Kid's going to go to another team. I think he's going to be a Penguin his entire career. But Crosby is older. But at yeah. the end of the day, it is never still – Never say never. It is still Sidney Crosby, though, at the end of the day. So, yeah, you get, you, if you have Sidney Crosby, I'm still going to like your chances no matter what. Now, Chris, when I say the score result, hold off. Wait wait till we get to the last game of this series. I will. I will. Maple Leafs, they beat the Canadians uh, – to get a 2-1 series lead. Um, this series was just way behind. Canada. Simple as that. Canada started their playoffs late because of Vancouver. Vancouver just, came, just had a COVID outbreak. Canadians. So the Canadians had to wait to start their series compared to Winnipeg and Ottawa. Um, before we off on uh, Edmonton really quick. Uh, did I say Ottawa? Wow. I'm in Ottawa and Winnipeg. Oh, my God. That shows I just got out of bed. Um, Winnipeg's a wagon. They are a wagon. Uh, the Panthers, they beat the Lightning in game five of their series. Uh, Tampa Bay took a 3 2 lead because of their loss. Uh, four to one. This was the best Florida luck to the entire series. And then Winnipeg in three overtimes. Fourth. Um, I believe this was the game that Winnipeg came back in, right? Got four nothing. Four nothing. Yeah, or four to one. I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was some. It was uh, three to one. His final score was four to three. So it was yeah. three one. Winnipeg comes back and they force triple overtime. And in the end, Winnipeg wins it. They win the series four nothing. So a nice, good old fashioned sweep. We move into Tuesday. Um, Toronto. Toronto. They beat. They beat Montreal four nothing. It's a three one series lead for Toronto. Toronto fans are getting excited because it looks like. Oh my God! The Leafs are finally going to win a playoff series for the first time since 2004. Lol. Um, 
And then the Hurricanes. Great team. And then the Hurricanes, another, another fantastic team. Uh, they beat an- the Predators. An- another great series. They beat the Predators 3-2 three to, two, three to two in overtime. They took a 3-2 series lead. Into Wednesday we go. Wednesday, May 26th. Minnesota forces game seven, beats beats Vegas three to nothing. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Chris. I thought Minnesota was gonna win game seven. That's a little bit of a spoiler right there. It just really looked like Minnesota. I I looked like Minnesota just had all the momentum going back to Vegas for game seven. And I was seriously thinking, oh, here we go again. Vegas is gonna choke. I'm I'm gonna get into uh, I'm gonna get into Vegas a little bit too after I I I texted you about something they did the other night. So it's foreshadowing a little bit, but I I'm very confused at their mindset right now as a team. All right. Oh, I, okay. I know. I know what you're talking about. It took me a second. Um, Islanders they beat the Penguins five to three in Game Six. They win the series four to two. Number one seed in the East gone. Uh, Islanders they set up a date with the Bruins. Uh, the Bruins, by the way, had the entire week off just about because of how fast they handled Washington. Um, Washington. And then, Exactly. Then Tampa Bay, they finished off against they finished off Florida, beating them four to nothing in game six. They win the series four to two. Tampa Bay's looking good. I hate it. All right, Chris, yeah, we don't like Tampa Bay. They're very annoying. <laughs> All right, game. Oh, I took a screenshot twice by accident. We go into Thursday. Um here we go. Here's where the fun starts to begin. Uh Montreal oh. beats Toronto four to three in overtime. Here oh, we go. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here we Can't go. Happen again. The, the choke is on potentially. It's a, and then Hurricanes they beat the Predators uh, four to three in overtime to win the series four to two. Great, great series from both teams. Excellent. Right. Despite it only being despite the final uh, result being four to two, this was a great series to watch. The Hurricanes yeah. are a fun team to watch. The Predators they're you know they tend to show up in the playoffs whenever they make it. It's always a good time. Um, I really, I really love this Hurricanes team. Dude, yeah. Um, I personally, right now, the team I am rooting for, um, I do have some money on the Bruins, so I am rooting for them in Vegas. And then, uh, <coughs> mm-hmm. going on non-money issues, um, I'm actually not a fan of the Hurricanes, but I am rooting for them. Mm-hmm. I know, I know a kid, Brett Petchy, uh great defenseman on Carolina. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's a uh, he's the top four defenseman on the team, and he actually mm-hmm. grew up, he actually grew up at a uh, town next door to me. So pretty cool little story there, just to share with people, you know. Oh, cool! A local kid, uh, really excelling in the NHL now. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. So right, I'm rooting for the Hurricanes. I like that. You got a team. All right. Very good. All right. Let's go into Game Seven into Vegas. Uh, Vegas absolutely destroyed Minnesota. Six to two was the final. Um, Flower looked good. Every Marsha Show looked. I know I'm totally mispronouncing that name. Looked good. Uh, Stone looked good. Potential looked good. Everyone just looked good in Vegas. It, yeah, this this was a done deal. All right, now we're gonna get into the. Now we're gonna get into today. Game one between the between the Bruins and Islanders. This. Place was rocking on Saturday night. Game one, it was the very first. I think it was the very first day. It was the very first First. day that the mass mandate was lifted. The very first day of TD Garden, Fenway Park. 
in Gillette Stadium. They could all be 100% uh, fully, yeah. uh, full capacity now. Bruins fans showed up game one. There was videos everywhere online of just fans just basically uh, piling up on each other just to get into the garden. I don't know if you've ever been to the garden before, Chris, but like multiple the end, times. The uh, have you been since they like redid it at all? Like a few yeah. years ago. Okay. Yeah. So like you know you know the entryway. It's kind of, it, you know it's wide. It, it, yeah. It's wide and then slowly it's smaller and smaller and smaller when you get closer to the escalators. Great and then all the escalators and you got the stairs and stuff. It was packed. It was packed beyond belief. Bruins fans, they showed up. You could hear them loud. You could hear them loud and proud, uh, chanting not just Bruins stuff, but they were chanting things about the Celtics too, which we'll get into that later. Um, huh. Bruins fans absolutely showed up. They definitely played played a difference and made a difference in this, both this games. Series, this series is going to go six, seven games, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And both both fans are going to have an impact because. The Bruins are going back there tied 1-1. And Nasher Coliseum, the last year of that stadium, that place is going to fall down, man. <laughs> All right, well, and spoiler I, alert, Chris. Spoiler God, I alert. I didn't, I didn't even get into the stats yet at game one. I had to. I had to just bring that up, that these fans are going to make a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bruins won game one, 5-2. to two. Uh, To start off the scoring, um, Islanders got the first goal of the game. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna print, I'm gonna butcher a lot of these names. Uh, Bolivar got this. Bolivar Bolivier. I don't know. Got the score. Bolivier. Got, Bolivier uh, yeah. got the score. Power play goal early on, and then Pasternak doing a Pasternak like thing. Uh, getting getting the equ- getting an equalizer. Uh, one one into the second period. Pasternak again uh, sco- scores relatively not relatively quickly, but kind of early into the second period. Um, makes it two one Boston. Islanders respond with a goal from, oh, man, this is a name. Pelic? That my saying yeah, that right? Say. All yeah. right, cool. Loser. Two, two, two. <laughs> uh, 2-2 going in the third period. Third period was all Bruins. McAvoy, McAvoy get, um, got the scoring started relatively quickly, 3-2 Boston. Pasternak unassisted to get the hat trick, gets it. Four uh four to two Boston and then Taylor Hall at the end, uh five to two. Um Boston just looked absolutely dominant and the fans are a big reason why. They the, the players were feeding off of the fans' energy <clears throat> and they wanted to put on an absolute show for the hundred percent capacity garden for the first time since twenty nineteen. And yeah, it showed. <laughs> yeah, fans are a huge impact. It's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're also going to get into uh, this Colorado and Vegas game that happened. Um, I know, Chris, you 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 got something you want to share, but before, um, just want to say the score was seven to one. Colorado's an absolute wagon. They, they are, are a wagon, <laughs> and I love using the word wagon because that's what they are. They are. They just keep going and going and going and going and going. Um. It, this was insane. I'm I'm just gonna read. I'm not even gonna like be like. I'm just gonna read off all the Colorado goals before Vegas even scored. This was insane. First period, I went to Rantaman and oh man, I hate these names. Rantaman and Landiscog. I I'm sure I'm mispronouncing these names. Uh, second period went to Saad McKinnon. Can't go wrong with McKinnon and Landiscog again. 
and then finally William Carlson scored for Vegas. So it's it's five to one. This game's over. And then and then because uh, Colorado was bored, McKinnon scored again. Nasty goal, absolutely disgusting goal by McKinnon. And then McCar- and then Maker and McCarr in the third period to make it seven to one. This game is just unfair. It's just not fun to play the Avalanche. They are a wagon. They are fast. Great goaltending. Good coach. You can go on and on about this wagon of a team. <laughs> so, what was your issue with, with Vegas in this game, Chris? My, my issue is Marc-Andre Fleury, starting goaltender for most of the Finalist for goalie of the year, by the way. Yeah. Time and time again, people doubt this guy. And Pittsburgh ships him off to Vegas when they did the expansion. And he's done nothing since he's been in Vegas but helped propel this team to be a contender. And once again this year, like Matt t- just talked about, he was a contender for goalie of the year, I think. Correct? He was, he was just named finalist with um, – Finalist. He's probably going to uh, win it. Vasilevsky, and then I forget the other one. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 probably, it's, it's either going to be Vasilevsky or it's going to be Mark andre Fleury. I forget who the yeah. other one was. I think Fleury potentially could win it. And he, he just wins you a serious – played out of his dome piece versus the Minnesota Wild for most of those games. And you sit him game one of the second round versus an abs team. You look at this guy's resume. He has playoff experience. He's a two-time he's a two-time Stanley Cup champion with Pittsburgh. I just mind blows me that they sat this guy. I'm very curious to see what they do tonight if they if they give him the net. Because the goalie they I don't know the guy's name who's played the other night, but he did not look good in that. Oh, Robin Lehner? The, they yeah, call him Panda. I, I know he's a young and upcoming goalie, but he, he he's not Mark andre Fleury right now come playoff time. And it's just mind-blowing that the guy sat. I don't think Vegas was helping themselves at all. I think then, what Vegas was trying to do is um they were just trying to, like, because they were just trying to give, I think, Mark andre Fleury some rest because, like, they know what's ahead in this series. Yeah. I just don't think that's smart on that, you know. Now you're, now you're I agree ready, with you. You're ready, to put, you're ready to put yourself in a one nothing hole. Now, if they lose tonight, they're in trouble. They are in trouble if they lose tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have to stop the speed of the Avalanche, which is hard to do. So, we'll see what we'll see what adjustments they do for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I just wanted I to sound off on I, that a bit. Like, I think it's a little weird that they decided, hey, let's just take an L game one. And then they're going to try for the rest of the season. Nah. If you listen yeah. to the coach's interview, too, it was like he had, like, no really good reason behind. No, like, of course oh. not. He was just like, oh, it's a new series. We want to see what's going Dude, on. Dude, it's, De- it's Pete DeBoer. Of course he's not going to have a good <laughs> we want. Reason. We want to see what this guy's made of for uh, the first first game, you know. Mm-hmm. So I the guess. Vegas coach, um, Pete DeBoer, he, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, Chris, he's very, very well known for not, for not uh, winning. He was the coach of the Flyers, I think, at one point. He was the coach of the Sharks. Took, like, yeah, one, yeah. He was. He was the former head coach of the Sharks. Uh, he got fired. Sharks were ass. They were, and um, and yeah. And then he went to Vegas, and he's just he's just not going to win with Vegas. He just doesn't win in the postseason. Simple as yeah. that. Yeah, Vegas stupidly fired their coach too. Yeah. The good coach, uh, Gallant. Well, yeah, obviously I wanted the Rangers potentially. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, lot, lots of questionable decisions uh, in Vegas. <laughs> we'll see what happens in game two. Yeah, uh, I'm speaking of game to watch two, that game. 
speaking of game two last night, uh, Islanders Bruins game two, um, four to three was the final in favor of the Islanders in overtime. Um, first period, Charlie Coyle got the scoring start. It was the only, was the only score of the period. Um, now, this goal right here was it's like a it was a routine play for players like McKinnon, but for Charlie Coyle, it was nasty. It was absolutely disgusting. It, it was like a cheat code right there in NHL. It was like that. It was just like did Char- it's like you have to. You were just like did Charlie Coyle just do that? Like I was at work when this goal happened, and me and my coworker were like, we're like trying to figure out like what just happened because he got a text that like Charlie Coyle just did something nasty. So like we looked it up. We're like, all right, like that's good for like Nathan McKinnon, but for Charlie Coyle, d- 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 damn, for, basically yeah, for, for a defenseman, it was nasty. Mm-hmm. And then the dreaded second period happened. Uh, some, Bailey, Palmari, and Pajot all scored. Very, very lucky tipping that Pajot, goals right there. I tell you, that Pajot is always around the net, and he, he's a great performer come playoff time for that team. He is. Ever since his Ottawa days. Pa- Pajot's a great player, in my opinion. Great player. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of him. I hate him. He always kills the Rangers. Mm-hmm. So it's 3-1 going to the third, and then here come, here, here come the Bruins. I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it. It was three one. I fell asleep, Matt. I yeah. wake up and and it's overtime. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, Bergeron and Marchand, the two top players on the Bruins, other than Pasternak. They they just did what they did what they needed to do. They tie the game. That, that line is unbelievable. And then in overtime, oh man, I I don't I don't want to be Jeremy so many Lafon. chances. I don't, I don't want to be Jeremy. There's so many chances in this game. Both, both, goalies, both ways. Both goalies played absolutely fantastic in overtime. Yeah. But Jeremy Lazan, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, tough play. Oh, Lazan. Lazan did not have a great overtime. He did not. Um, lots of Bruins fans are upset with him today. Um, he basically did made a careless error in overtime, <clears throat> which gave Sezikis a, basically a breakaway for the Islanders. It's a one-on-one situation. Um, Tuka beat, beat him top shelf. I'll 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 be honest. Tuka didn't stand a chance in that no. kind of No, he didn't. As great of a goalie Tuka is, and only so much get, I'm a huge I'm a huge Tuka ass guy. I I I knew the second that breakaway happened, game was over. I I knew it was going to happen right there. I was like, all right, game over, one-one. Going back to going back to uh, Long Island now. That's the way hockey works usually. You it, know? That's uh, the way playoff you, hockey works. Not just you hit it. If you hit a, if you yeah, if you hit a post, most times the mm-hmm. team's gonna come down and score a game winning goal. Uh, if if you make a turnover and you have a breakaway, most times that team's gonna capitalize on those things. Uh, uh, tough one for the tough ones for all our Bruins listeners and fans. As you know, going t- into. It, Going into, the Col- going into the Coliseum 2-0 and 1-1, it's a completely different series now going back to Long Island. Mm-hmm. So, now, so now as uh, if I'm a Bruins fan, you know, you, you just got to take one on the road and go back home always. You, know, you got to win both these on the road, I think, in my opinion. You got to try to win both. But worst case scenario as a fan, you always just want to take one on, on the road ice and mm-hmm. always go back home tied up. You don't want to give um... – the, the, you don't want to give the Islanders an opening. Well, that's the thing. No, they play such a boring game, and me and Matt have talked about this all season long. With mm-hmm. they play defense first, other than Barzell and a couple others, they don't have any crazy dynamic yeah. goal scorers. Even Barzell, like he's been not like crazy 
in the playoffs so far. Hey, we hey we don't we don't we don't we don't speak harsh things to Barzal. We don't. Yeah, we yeah. like Barzal. No, I mean I'm this is a Barzal friendly podcast, Chris. Come Man, on. Not for me. It's not in for the, me. It's, I'm in, a it's in the contract, Chris. Ain't it don't, it ain't my contract. It's, oh, it's in my <laughs> contract. I don't know what's in yours. It's in mine. But so. uh, <laughs> you know that that series is going to be a good. Um, personally, I do think the Bruins are going to win six or seven. Yeah, um, I had I'd Bruins. I'm going to go with seven. I just think it's going to be a grind that series. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bruins just have this. This is. This is one of the last couple of years with this squad they have to make a run, and I think things are set up good for them if they can get past the Islanders here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, sorry, it's just Toronto Maple Leafing. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, uh, uh, so that's little, kind little of a foreshadowing. Hint at what, that's kind of a hint at what we're going to talk about now. Um, mainly Chris, because Chris has just been so excited about this. I'll give the stats, and then I'll just I'll just hand it over to Chris from there. And then, I'll feed <laughs> off of it. then I'll feed off of it. So, yeah. game seven in Toronto. Um, shout out to those Toronto fans that went to, to that went to uh, Montreal game six and were chanting at, Ma- at Canadian fans, "Enjoy your last game." I hope I hope Ma- I hope Maple Leaf fans enjoyed their last game this year. I really hope they did because th- this is just this this is the greatest freaking thing so far in the playoffs, without a doubt. I, I text. I texted you when they were up three to one in the series, and I said, you, "Matt, you text- I said, I said, Matt, there's still a chance. They won the game. It's not over yet." I know. You text like last night. You texted me when Montreal scored first, which was by yeah, which was like which was by Gallagher. The second Gallagher, a little the second Gallagher scored. You texted me like, "Hey, choke is on," and I was like, "Oh my god, no way!" And then I checked, and I was like, "Oh, it's just one nothing. Not that bad." And then and then Perry scored. Corey Perry, uh, Corey Great Perry scored. scored. One, one very good score. Two not two nothing in the second. And I was like, okay, it's still you know it's the third period. You know, Toronto. Tur- 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 there's there's still a chance for Toronto. Tyler Toffoli hit. Uh, I didn't. Tyler Toffoli three nothing empty netter. Ooh. Over. It's over. The dream's over. And Islander scores at. At the at the and end of the game for the Toronto three to one was the final, and t- the Toronto Maple Leafs choke. Pathetic, Chris. It's all uh, you, man. It's uh, all you. Like I've been, a, uh, I mean, I've been talking about this team for months. You know, they play in the Canadian the Canadian division this year, so all season long they rolled through that division. Not that many great teams. You know, they're not playing the Boston Bruins, all these other teams that they're used to playing. So everyone's high in Toronto going in. Me, not so much. Uh, I know the Habs weren't anything crazy coming in, but come playoff time, they always seem to turn it up a little bit, and they're not a team you want to play, especially at the at the Bell Center. They're starting to get fans back there. And when you have an elite goaltender, which Gary Price is still an elite goaltender, he has shown us that this series, shutting up some of his doubters. Uh, it's just you can't write the script. I texted Matt when they were up 3-1. to one. I said, can you imagine if they if they blow this? Next yeah, they game, did. <laughs> three two. Uh oh, the pressure's building. Three three. Oh my God, they're gonna lose a game seven at home. And little do you know that not only do they they I mean they they got a late goal with like a minute left. They got their they, ass. They, they, they really got <laughs> shut out. Basically got shut out at home. They got they got they got their ass uh, kicked. Absolutely pathetic. Austin Matthews looked pathetic. Um, I'm a fan of him because he's a great American, but uh. Just an absolutely pathetic showing by the Toronto 
Uh, if there was a chance for it with all these realignments with the divisions for them to actually maybe have a chance to make a run, this is going to be a year. You got to think that the coach is getting fired. The GM is going to be gone, Matt. There's going to be Here's some the changes. Thing. Here's the thing with Toronto. They should be good. And they're not. Like, yeah. they should be stacked. You have Austin Matthews. Two of the best players in the world. You have Austin Matthews. Who's the other guy? Tavares, who got hurt, the captain. You got, you got Tavares, who got who got hurt. You have, even though he's older, you have Jumbo Joe Thornton, who how about locker your boy Joe room, Thornton? Lock, locker room, locker room presence. Which, by one the way, one third went to win a cup, Joe. That didn't work out. For I you. know, like like Joe. I was thinking I mean, of you. I, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate being thought. Like I get it. That, at least Joe made the playoffs. I have a stat for you too, Matt. I'm going to read oh. off. Oh, what's the stat, Chris? Chris, you never give a stat. You never bless us April, with stats April 20th, like this. April 20th, 2004, the last time the Maple Leafs had won the playoff series. Now listen to this stuff. Maple Leafs Senators series was not broadcast in HD. Facebook was two months old. YouTube was 12 months old. The first iPhone was three years away. And yeah, featuring Usher was the future song. It was the number one song in the USA at the time with Little John. Oh, my God. I saw that, and I thought I would share that. I thought that was this crazy thing about how long uh-huh. it they, I want, I want, they I want wonder, to play off series. I wonder where on Twitter and who on Twitter you saw that from. Interesting, Chris. Um, oh. <laughs> um, that's crazy, though. Like, um, 2000, you know, it's crazy. I, this is such a stretch, but I don't even care. The Red Sox have won four World Series since Toronto has won a playoff series. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. I They're mean, pathetic. hell, the Buffalo Sabres have won, more, have, have won a playoff series more recently than Toronto. And it's the, and it's the freaking Sabres. They, they're the worst team in the league. Yeah. The Atlanta That's... Thrashers, who aren't even an organization anymore. They won a playoff series more recently than, than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Just an absolutely pathetic uh, organization. Um, you got to feel bad for the fans because the fans are um, – they are dedicated fans there in Toronto. But uh, uh, have fun playing the Bruins next year and getting out of the first round again. Probably not. <laughs> oh, Toronto. Oh, Toronto, we hate you. Um so, yeah, every hockey fan on the planet, except for Toronto Maple Leaf fans or anyone who's actually rooting for the Leafs last night, I don't know why you would, be, I don't know why you would, you would ever do that. Everyone but them was, ha- was having a good time last night, basically. Yeah. In fact, apparently last night too, Chris, um, during the intermissions at, uh, at, the, uh, at the Garden last night, they were literally showing the Montreal uh, Toronto Commission in Boston last night. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Boston like, fans hate Mont- I mean, Boston fans were going rivalry. nuts last night, basically. Because this is, like, Toronto sucks. <sighs> Let's move into the NBA uh, on that note. Um, so we're going to start with Milwaukee. We're going to go, we're going to do what we just did with the NHL. We're going to go all the way back to the past yeah. week. Milwaukee. You were, you were, you were, we were both quite wrong about Milwaukee. Oh, my God. Yes, we were. Milwaukee uh, took a 2-0 series lead against Miami with a score of 132-98. And then Denver beat beat uh, Portland 128-109, series tied at one. We were 100% wrong about Milwaukee. We'll tell you why in a few minutes. We move into Tuesday. 
uh, Lakers and Suns. Uh, Lakers win 109-102. Series is tied 1-1. to Mavericks beat the Clippers 127-121. Dallas leads the series 2-0. And I'm thinking, all right, the series is over at this point. Again, I was wrong. Um, and then the Nets and Celtics, game two of their series, um, 130-108. Uh, I'm thinking, all right, here comes the sweep, basically, because we're going to Boston down 0-2. Sweep, sweep is on. The sweep is on. Get, get Tatum some help, man. <clears throat> yeah, he needs more than just Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker. He does. He needs someone else. They need another we, score. Mm-hmm. We can talk about it in a second. Yeah, we can talk uh, about it in a second. But, I am going to go into it. Frustrated. It's, it's just not worth it. It's not, not worth it at this point. because we We're just going to end up saying the same thing that we've been saying for months. Um, since the summer, game two, Philly Wizards. Uh, Philly wins one twenty ninety ninety five. Wizards, man, they they suck except for last night, but they suck. Uh, Knicks Hawks, arguably probably one of the most entertaining series of of uh, all of basketball right now. Uh, series is tied one to one after the Knicks win one hundred one ninety two. The Garden uh, Madison Square Garden was going absolutely nuts because the Knicks won a playoff game at home. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, it's three to one. Yeah, well, yeah whoop-de-doo. That's the only win series so far. Jazz beat beat the Grizzlies 141-129. Series is tied one-to-one. Uh, can I, I'm going to speak about the Jazz for a sec. Go for it. Just um, Memphis is a good young team, and they're, gonna, they're not going anywhere for the future. They have a very good team there, as we talked about last week. But what a difference Donovan Mitchell makes since he's been inserted <laughs> to his lineup. I, I mean, the guy, he is an all-pro, all-star, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, class that guy. He's actually a Westchester guy from over by where I'm from. So mm-hmm. uh, just a just a great guy. Uh, and um, shout out to Mike Conley. He's really playing well so far too. Yeah, I mean the Grizzlies are a fun team to watch. They are. They are. Um, going into Thursday's action. 109-95, Lakers beat the Suns. They're up 2-1. to one. Bucks demolished the Heat again. 113-84. 3-0 for them. Nuggets beat the Trailblazers. 120-115-2-1 series lead for Denver. Friday night, the Celtics got a win. Jason Tatum, 50 points. Marcus Smart looked good. Kemba had a Kemba-like night, which is not that great. Uh, 125-119. I'm happy the Celtics didn't get swept. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Uh, the Hawks, they beat the Knicks 105-94. And then the Clippers finally get on the board uh, 118-108. Uh, Atlanta leads 2-1. D- um, Dallas leads 2-1. And Brooklyn leads leads 2-1. Saturday. We'll get in Saturday. We get into it. Uh, Milwaukee completes the sweep, one twenty one oh three. Absolute! What a show Milwaukee put on round one. What an absolute show. Drew Holiday makes a difference in this team. I think from a year ago, he really does. He's really a big an X factor for them. Uh, Portland beat Denver one one fifteen ninety five two two. Philly beats Washington one thirty two one oh three three zero for for Philly. Utah beats uh, Memphis 121-111-2-1 Utah. Sunday, Suns beat the Lakers 192. AD goes down with a groin injury. Uh, The Nets... They're in trouble with the Lakers without him. They are. I think they are, too. 
Um, the Hawks beat the Knicks one thirteen ninety six. The Trae Clippers cold, <laughs> cold blooded man. Oof, unbelievable! Um, I love Trey. I love Trey Young. He's so only good. gonna get better too. He's so young. He is. <laughs> Clippers beat the Mavericks one hundred six eighty one, and then the game that everyone's been talking about: the Nets beat the Celtics one forty one one twenty six. All right, Chris. Let's break this down. Let's break it. Let's go. Let's just break down. So, like, the game ends. Because unfortunately, or... un- unfortunately, no one. Unfortunately, no one's talking about the actual game itself. Because I mean, the first half honestly was a pretty solid first half. Is this going to be where your rant comes in? Yes, I texted okay. you about this. Here's my thing. Yes, we're all talking about the fan that threw the water bottle at Kyrie, and respectively so. You should never do that. I don't yeah. care. I don't care who you are or anything like that. I don't care. Grow, who you, I really up. could care less. You could be You could be the president of the United States. You could be the president of, like, Australia. I don't even know if that's a thing. Prime Minister of Australia. You don't throw something at Kyrie Irving or at anyone on the floor. The NBA fans, they're out of control. They are. Yeah, you had the Knicks fan a couple of games ago freaking spit on Trey Young. Like, what the hell are we? In case doing you haven't people? been, yeah, in case you haven't been following the NBA uh, during the playoffs, because not gonna lie, NHL ones are more exciting than the NBA. I don't care what anyone says about that. That's just my opinion. You had you had a Sixers fan dump popcorn on Russell Westbrook. You had a Knicks fan just Chris just said spit on Trey Young. You had a fan. You had a Celtics fan throw a water bottle, which, by the way grazed Kyrie's head. So, that's three incidents so far. Last night, this is the least harmless of them all, but still, it's idiotic and stupid. You had a fan just run onto the court and hit the backboard, and then he got tackled by security. I'm telling you right now, Chris, one more fan incident, and if I'm the NBA, I just just shut it down. I I, tell teams, hey, no fans. No fans. Just... Yeah, you know they're just they're they're just if they're if we're just gonna have an incident every night now at this point. You know, you would we're think just these, not gonna have fans anymore. Simple as you that. Think, you think these fans would, after not being able to go to a sporting event, would when they have the chance to go back, would have a little bit more respect for the players. Exactly. You know? Like you haven't been able to they're, leave they're, your house, you haven't been able beings. to go to a game in like a year, and you think, all right, now that you're back, hey, awesome, I'm back. Don't. It's like oh, he's got these people right here. They're all just looking for attention, and it's it's not and they're gonna end up blowing they're, they're gonna end up just blowing it for everyone and pretty I, I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA just tells fans or tells teams no more fans because this is just getting this is just getting yeah, ridiculous. Well, they'll never do that. It's a money making business. Unfortunately. Well, what if teams are just saying, what? "Hey, we don't want to play anymore." With fans, you know, they might they might um they might put some restrictions on the floor floor side seats if that's going to be the continuing issue. It wasn't over, even it wasn't even floor over side Over above seats. the over above the locker rooms and stuff like that. The whole Russell Westbrook incident as well. It's just it's just one thing after another. I thought um people can say what they want about Kevin Durant that he's an asshole, you know, he doesn't like to talk to the media, but I thought uh his post game interview about what he said was pretty spot on. What 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 learn how to like he just basically said grow the Grow the f up, basically yeah. is what he said, and you and know, it's like, true. I that, agree with that. Grow that, up. That basketball players are human beings, and you know we have families, and we're just we're just trying to go out there and compete. They're just going out there to do their job. That's all they're doing. Yeah. This is what they get paid to. Do. And 
Another thing, too, that no one is talking about that Kevin Garnett brought up yesterday that I think needs to be talked about, too. The disrespect Kyrie had yesterday, two days ago, stomping on the Celtics logo. Disrespectful. Fans need to be better. Players need to be better. I'm not saying... Yeah. I'm not saying I don't have an overreaction to it, personally. Um, I'm not saying players... Go ahead. I know. I was just going to say, I don't really have an overreaction to it. You know, I do like Kyrie. But, um, you know, I think that's just him kind of being a little bit of a troll. But, uh, you know, I mean, people do it in all sports. You know, we've seen it with T.O., what he did with the Cowboy logo. It's it's more common than you think. It's just... uh, you know, as bosses, it's childish. Fans, uh, it's childish. You know, yeah, it, it's, it's he, just uh, people take it to another level because it's Kyrie. You know, he he misses time. He does a lot of crazy stuff, but uh, you know, there's no need for it, though. I agree, there's no need for it. Hey, here's my thing. I'm not saying players are wrong for going after the fans who are doing all these unnecessary acts towards them. I'm saying like play, play, players, they players like Kyrie. Well, not like Kyrie, but players who do what Kyrie did, don't do that because that's just going to egg on an idiotic fan. That is, that that's to- that, that that that's what happened. That's totally the reason why Kyrie got the water ball thrown at him. We all know it. And yeah. another thing too. No, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it just because I'm just going to get so annoyed with it. Um, <laughs> just 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 fans need fans need 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 to get their act together. Um, it's 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 just so annoying. <sighs> NBA fans, some some of them are the worst. Yeah, you, you tend to see it in the NBA a lot. Mm-hmm. And then to finish up um, NBA action, Wizards last night they beat the Sixers one twenty two one fourteen. Philly unfortunately doesn't get the sweep for them. Uh, Embiid got hurt too. Embiid right? got Embiid did get hurt last night. Uh, his status is uncertain. Um, and then the Jazz beat the Grizzlies one twenty one thirteen. Three to one, Utah. Uh, tonight, the Celtics Celtics season basically ends tonight. Uh, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it to be over, but uh, I do want to see Tatum continue to just explode. Me too. I'm 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 just ready to put the season in the rearview mirror. I I am. It's tough. It's tough, but um, but that's it. Um, just a reminder: head on over to CouchGuysSports.com. Check out. All the all the latest uh, articles and podcasts related to sports and entertainment. Um, I got a fun one coming out today. Chris had a great one about um, about uh, our oldest Chapman yesterday. Uh, check us out over there. Check out all the writers and podcasters over there on CouchGuysSports.com. And as always, guys, remember to wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands, and call all the Karens. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Signing out.